met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Conscious Realms. I'm your host, General Lee. For tonight, we are being joined by one of our extraordinary returning guests who fucking blew my mind on episode 50. Um, and we covered circumcision and satanic ritual abuse. Blew my mind, like literally. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host and creator of Wait the Dead podcast, Sean McCann. Now then, mate. Cheers. Thank you, Lee, for uh, for inviting me, and uh, I'm glad to be here again. You're a good friend. So. Oh, mate, thank you, and Dito. Um, I've been looking forward to this one. <laughs> That's great. It's going to be bedlam. Which yeah, yeah. yeah, the last <laughs> one was, it really is like a really a head-twisting topic, and um, it's something that a lot of people don't think about, and, you know, and then when you're not thinking, and you're unaware and you comply with what other people want, then all of a sudden you're torturing your baby. Whoops. You know, if, if you're not paying yeah. attention to what's really happening, then you might comply with torture, slavery, uh, the most evil things in this, in this reality. They become manifest by ignorant people who are doing what they're trained to do and that that kind of goes along with what the topic i wanted to talk about today is anarchy i wanted to explain what anarchy is how uh how it's been i mean it has been demonized and run through the mud ever since the 1800s the dictionaries have been changing the term uh changing the meaning of the word to where now, if you go and you talk to somebody, you ask them, what is anarchy? They say, uh, chaos, when really it's not that. It's the opposite of that, actually. Uh, chaos, chaos ensues when you, when you aren't in control of yourself, then that's when chaos happens. And anarchy, really, anarchy means to be in control of yourself. Right. And we we can get into that. Uh, oh yes, mate. So yeah, the um, so basically, the word itself, anarchy, means the absence of rulers, like a monarch, the oligarch. Arch means the rulership, and an is the negation of that. So, if you have no rulers, then that means you have no slaves. So basically, anarchy means freedom. That's what it is. Right. So 
God gave us free will. That is obvious. I mean, you can agree with that. Like you, I mean, how you operate your life, you choose how you move your arms, what you're going to do with your life, like what you say with your mouth, you know, you, it is your control. Uh, excuse my dog is rolling on the ground. Okay. Um, so the, uh, you, you are in control of your body and what you do with it. Your words, you are in control. God gave us that. So we were created with the inherent power to move our body, to say the words, right? No one, no one can make you do anything. You have to choose. So and there's always a choice made. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if you imagine, let's say, American slavery in the 1800s, where it's, you know, chains around the neck, whips, that kind of thing. Yeah. Those people, they they are complying. Even though they I mean, they get whipped and they get threatened to be killed, but they still are agreeing to do the work of the master. Yeah. So they the other choice that they have might be death, and that might be inconceivable to a victim, like they because you're most, uh, you're you know you're one of the most uh, powerful drives we have in nature is self preservation, and for someone to threaten that, uh, to coerce you to do actions. That is slavery. Uh, slavery has different levels, you know. Basically, if you are giving up your free will to someone else to choose, that in itself is slavery. So, uh, the hard slavery with the chains is the maxed out, really bad slavery, and then the uh, when. The government says you must pay taxes. You must give us your fair share because you have to, uh, or else we're gonna come to your house with guns and put you in a cage. You know that too is slavery. Uh, in order to make money, you have to go be a slave. You have to go do someone else's will, which you don't want to do. Like I don't want to go to work, you know, but I do it because yeah. because of the system is slavery so the system is constructed so that we are slaves and uh if you if you think oh i'm gonna have be free and i'm not gonna do what they say then you soon will find yourself uh not living in a house not able to get food like they they keep these things money is the barrier right yeah it's like it's like a wall to keep you from uh you know prospering and being healthy and all these things and in order to get past that wall you need to go be a slave to somebody and this in a sense it's uh they set it up so it looks like it's of your own volition it's your own free will 
oh yeah, I need a job. I want a job, really. But really what you want and need is access to food and shelter and all that shit. So yeah, yeah. this whole system that they've given us is slavery. And if you look further, uh, voting too, slavery, uh, religion, slavery. Like it, Yeah, for sure. Mate. <laughs> if it's taking your will away, and instructing you to do something with your body and your mind and your your words or whatever, that is slavery. They if they if you comply with someone else's will, then you are becoming their slave. And that's what magic is. That's what I mean that mind control is necessary in order to create this slavery system. So that's one of the things I harp on a lot on my show. I talk about mind control and I get into like, you know, how they're they're manipulating us and how and they manipulate us to to conquer our will. They want, you know, like this whole thing with the jabs, right? You know, they they say, oh, we'll give you a free cheeseburger. We'll give you one hundred dollars. Oh, you know, and then when you don't you still don't do it, then the, you know, uh brandon there at the podium is like yeah uh the the you know the uh the choice to take it it, you know he says like uh my patience is wearing thin or some shit and now it's mandate now you have to because now you you have to or else we'll take away your job and right and if you don't have a job what's that uh, as well as well mate sorry uh but they they like the passports what they try bringing in yes vaccine passports Yes. It's uh, slavery. Yeah. yeah it's right. Rife with it. Yeah, totally. So if you they're trying to say they're trying to put up more barriers between. I mean, there's already the money barrier. Right. And now they're yeah. creating these other things uh, like you can't have. I mean, they sent old ladies away from the grocery store. You know, they were in Italy. There's a armed guards at a grocery store wow. shooting an old old lady away because she didn't have the app. The fuck, you know, the uh, COVID app to prove to them that she's allowed to go in. So that I mean, that's that's an example for the listeners to see that it is a slavery system all the way. If you're not going to let an old lady eat food because somebody told you that she can't, then then you are an automaton golem. You don't think for yourself. You are enslaving your neighbors. You know, the cops and military order followers are the um, the enforcer arm of this evil system. And they are worse mind controlled than any of the other citizens. They they're hit from two ends. They're like, you must obey, but then they must obey you. And it's really messed up the way that they give that the mind to the cops and the military. But I mean, it takes a lot of cult programming and it takes a lot of mind control to get them there. And then once they're there, they're these robots that are enforcing this slavery on others. And people say, oh, in America, you're free, home of the free, you know, but really like when they, when they, uh, after the civil war, when they uh, made slavery, hard slavery, you know, the the kind that they had down in the South America, you know, the South of the yeah. United States. They said that's illegal. But then 
all the all the rich whites were like, oh, I'm so scared of these beasts that don't that are these unconscious beasts are gonna be free and roaming, and what ha- they they might steal my stuff. They might oh, we need to control them. So they created the police force because they were afraid of the freed slaves. The police force wasn't created to, uh, you know, protect law and order. It was to protect the property of rich whites. And it's still, that's still the purpose of police. And, you know, it's the, the police himself is a total slave, the policeman, uh, the, the people under him are, it's like, it's like the, the overseer what in the old days of the Southern slavery, the the overseer is the guy up on the horse with a whip, and he right. he oversees all the slaves, and he's the one he's the one in charge to uh, inflict the pain if somebody is not complying with the will of his boss. Yeah. So that is exactly what cops do. Uh, if if cops exist, then we are not free. So, uh, I mean, this defund the police is like a nice, you know, idea, I, I guess. But really what they, they're trying to take away the humans and put in robots, you know. So it's not as nice as you'd think like, oh, if they get rid of the police, we'll be free, right? Uh. And then it tricks the people into going complying and then they'll have these robots that won't have at least. That would be even worse, mate. Exactly. At least a human that's under mind control can be talking, can be talked to and can use, can reclaim his free will and be, and reclaim his own body and actions. Yeah. You know, there's always a potential for a cop to quit his job and uh, work on the side of freedom and love for his neighbors instead of enslaving them and dominating them and oppressing them for his boss yeah, yeah. who has already dominated and oppressed him personally, you know, it, it's sick. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see the, uh, so voting, uh, voting is violence. Government is slavery. If you vote, then you are enslaving your neighbors. <laughs> if you love yeah, yeah. people, then you would not vote. Uh, so voting, if you if you vote, you are not only consenting to your own slavery, you're consenting to the slavery. You're consenting to your your neighbors being enslaved as well. Uh, I don't vote, yet every four years there's some douchebag, you know, uh, being sworn in in some city that I don't live in uh, and there everybody on TV says he's my new ruler and I say no he's not yeah. no I didn't I didn't I did not comply with the government which elected him I mean people say it's a uh, it's a social contract you got to do your part to you know pay into society and you know all of that but this that right there is a justification for slavery that is a uh it's an excuse it's a it's coercion yeah it's like a form of manipulation in a way way, i guess yes totally and uh 
voting is more than just uh, enslaving your neighbors. It has an effect on your own mind as well. So someone who votes, so like, let's say, let's say I voted for George H.W. Bush, right? And, or or even George W. Bush for the younger crowd that, you know, doesn't know about the dad too much. So let's say I voted for George Bush and, uh, and then it, he goes and starts a war in Iraq and, on a lie about weapons, mass destruction, and all this coercion and lies. Uh, it, if I disagree with this, him going to war, I internalize the guilt because it's my fault for voting for him. Yes. Therefore, he personally is not guilty. He, all of the guilt is a swage is like given out to the people who voted for him. It is like, it's a way of skirting the guilt and then the people internalize that guilt and then they think, oh, well, I better vote harder next time. Yeah. And then they get somebody oh, else. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, he's different. Right. But he's really going to going to enslave you the same way as the last guy did. Yeah. He might yeah. wear a different color tie, but yeah. it's still a ruler who's enslaving you. Yeah. Uh, so voting really is a mind control device to create compliance within us. And if we, you know, and it, and it keeps us from going in the streets and it keeps us from lighting, you know, lighting the, uh, the bringing the pitchforks and having the torches and, you know, storming the Bastille, right? Like it keeps us from... <laughs> becoming angry and cutting off all their heads with guillotines. Um, this way it, it makes us passive uh, and it makes us accept. And, and all, with all the education system, you know, we, we, go to the, we go to the enemy's school and they teach us to, to put a hand over our heart and pledge allegiance to a flag you know and the, what it represents and the leaders above me and like it's it is cult programming it is hard mind control and people give their kids to that willingly they let their they let the enemy teach their kids and then when the kids come home they're like what's wrong with my kid why is he why does why does uh, she wear blue hair and say she's a boy and like hate freedom and you know oh, my... all of that shit is because like yeah, yeah. they they're programming them to be slaves when they get older and then when they get out of school they're like oh well government's the only way it is and we need government well duh yeah. right because they're trained to think that they need government yeah. oh if you know if I didn't have if there wasn't some dude taking my money at uh with the force of violence threatening to take my money then to somebody else might do that so i better pay this guy to protect me from the other ones that are gonna do the same thing that he's doing <laughs> you know it's like yeah. it, like with um 
like gangs and shit you know you watch like old movies and you know like uh old new york and you got the italian mafia and stuff somebody you know somebody opens a new business and they're like yeah i got this new store and then this thug comes in and smashes the windows and says hey you got a nice place here uh it's a shame you know if you don't want your windows smashed then give me money and it's yeah. called protection yeah, like protection yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what the cops do that's exactly what government is uh, the cops and the criminals are no different jane's addiction said that a long time ago so i mean really if uh it takes growth it takes us to grow out of that um indoctrination and that uh, mental slavery to recognize that we are free now we don't need to revolt against some ruler we don't need to uh i mean we don't we don't need to do anything except not comply yeah once everybody yeah. doesn't comply the whole imaginary system dissolves and then reality takes its place again like in reality that paper that has the dollar bill you know the dollar bill with the the, the pictures on it and you know it's like a symbols of it's yeah. a, a magic talisman or whatever that is worthless once the mind control is gone it's just paper so really i mean what's running this whole world is mind control and the mind control is only there to keep us enslaved yeah. it's um it's crazy mate isn't it? and um your perspective is um it's like everything else you cover sean <laughs> fucking incredible mate it really is i love it wonderful i'm glad you think so. I love it. Yeah. so when you uh like like uh what do you think about about this idea i mean when you you're taught i mean okay you're like anybody else i'll just say it as, as me like i'm taught that if i want to change the government and I want to be free in quotes, then what I have to do is I have to go make a sign and I have to go down in the streets and yell, yell really loud <laughs> and see what that'll do. And then maybe if I yell loud enough, somebody will vote differently. Uh, I mean, it makes no sense. And basically no. it's like the rulers, they, uh, they say, oh, you want to change something? Go run on that hamster wheel that'll change it you know and then it takes all their energy and it makes them easily controllable because then you can just send the, the cops down on the streets beat their heads shoot yeah. them if you want yeah. you can you know they're vulnerable they don't have guns they're just yelling I mean, who you know cops can go down there and kettle them into a, an area beat the crap out of them take them to a cage like it's it will not help it is uh it's and they trained us to think that's the only way to do it that's the only way to like get freedom <laughs> you know yeah and it's like um with with like the cops yeah um i mean they, over here they, they don't get the attention like they do over in america 
I don't know why. Um, but they don't seem as, I don't know, they seem more wilder in America, but it's different, isn't it? Like people carrying guns and stuff, we're over here. Police do have guns. Right. But not not like... Not, not the bobbies or the beat cops or whatever. Yeah, and but they have over here, they have like, um, what they call that fucking, um, like, like, um, like sort of like a volunteer copper. Whereas, like, they might be going around it, walking around two of them, walking around the streets. They're all basically Irish security guards. Right. But they, they think they're coppers and they're not. Um, right. They're keeping the, they're, they're using their, the threat of violence to maintain order for their boss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly targeting yeah. like, like, like younger kids, like, right, you know, like, Said kids knocking about together and that. Oh yeah, like when like we were all kids, like you know you smoke Take weed, get drunk, and go start, you know, go yeah. go cause some ruckus somewhere, and the cops like, <laughs> yeah, and it, they think it's their job to train the kids into understanding that cops are the boss. So they really have to beat the kids, you know, they really have to beat it into the kids because. They want to break the will, you know, um, you know, like, uh, when you're training a horse, uh, a wild horse, yeah, the word they use is breaking. They break the will of the horse. Like that's, that horse is broken. Now it will comply with your orders. Right. And, um, with, you know, and in the old days of, again, we're, uh, Southern American slavery, they had this thing uh, where they would they would break the will of of the slaves with uh, rape and humiliation. They called it buck breaking. Now, a, a buck is like a wild deer, and uh, like they would call the a uh, uh, strong young slave like a buck, right? And right. Uh, if he doesn't follow orders very well, then he's a buck. And in order to break him, they would, in front of everybody else, they would rape him. In front of every, beat him and rape him to show everybody that this this alpha male of a slave is our bitch, literally, and we can rape him in front of you. And then that humiliation and that uh, destruction of his self and his identity, um, creates a learned helplessness so that, you know, in the person that's being raped, like, Oh, I don't want that to happen again. You know, I'll never do that again. And then also for the others watching, like, this is the strongest, right. This is the strongest male among you who is the most, uh, you know, uh, willful, and we're going to break his will in a really gross way, you know, yeah. in front of everybody. And um, and that, you know, being a being a strong man, like being, uh, you know, in control of your sex is like important you know, to be yeah. a strong person. And if you don't have that, if you if if they can do that to to you, then they can do anything to you. Right. So it creates a learned helplessness. And that. Uh, that I think 
the breaking factor is they do that in different ways for different uh, culture, different areas of our culture, you know. And if you, like in Hollywood, if you hear about some of the stars that were going to be famous and they got invited to the party and then they didn't, they were like, no. And then they all of a sudden they're nobody. That's because they witnessed the buck breaking. Like there is a uh, humiliation rape um, in Hollywood to, to have compliant golems that will do what they, what, yeah. what is said, you know, if you look into it, you'll learn about, so the buck breaking still happens. Um, and in a sense, like it's, uh, with words and with uh, the 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 actions of the police, it creates learned helplessness in all of us. And we think, oh, the only way that I can have freedom is by going and creating violence and, you know, uh, going in and starting a war with these oppressors. You know, and the police being the oppressors, like they're not the ones in charge. The people above are like, go ahead, kill the cops. We don't care. Like, have a war, do it, you know, because they're still, they're unaffected. You know, I saw um, in a couple of years ago when they had those riots uh, here in America, the uh, BLM, the BLM shit. BLM, yeah, yeah. There was, I saw photographs in Nashville of the state house and the um, the citizens like broke a window and they threw in a Molotov cocktail into the one of the buildings of the courthouse and like ooh you know it's like a big deal ooh, look they're revolting right and if you look up on the balcony there's a photograph of three senators or what you know state senators or whatever and they got drinks in their hand they're out on the balcony pointing and laughing. <laughs> At the people, wow, it's a perfect illustration of how what they think of us. Like they created the the anguish and the angst, and they they created this reaction that they're having, and then they're going to use that reaction to further enslave us in the future. And it's like a big game for them. It's a big show. Like look at these idiots. Like they're trying. They're you know. Yeah. Throwing a, a Molotov cocktail in a building is not changing anything. It's they're still enslaved. They're you know the cops are still going to beat their heads, still going to put them in jail. Like yeah. so, this uh, government is a very uh, it's a very intricate form of mental slavery, and all the different avenues that you think you can be free. They're all stopped up with some kind of illusion, which makes you think you're enslaved. But what I'm here to tell you is that everybody is free. We are now living in anarchy. (laughs) It might seem like chaos, but really the order is there. And we, because we have free will, Every human on this planet has free will, whether they choose to use it or not. So if we understand that everybody chooses their own actions, 
then we understand there is no such thing as slavery. Really, slavery is an illusion. We are under the illusion that we can't be free. Really, yeah. we the all the only thing that keeps us from the I mean, papers like a, a constitution does not keep my neighbor from robbing me. It's words on paper. What keeps him from robbing me is his own morality, his upbringing, you know, uh, his care, you know, his mental state, like all of the that is what he chooses with his own volition. And, you know, if he's under the impression that if he robs me, some cop might come or whatever, that's still his choice whether or not to rob me or not. Like, and the cops might not come. They might not come. They often don't. (laughs) Cops really, uh, if you think cops are going to save you, you're you're in trouble because cops. They're a waste of time, man. Exactly. They show up late and they make paperwork. They don't. They don't pull a gun to save you. They pull a gun to put you in a jail. That's that's what their guns are for. So yeah, are killing people. Yeah, exactly. Killing <laughs> slaves that won't comply. But really, that we do currently live in anarchy, and the only thing that creates the order and the well, the slavery that we live under, is mind control. And really, what mind control is is magic. You know, a lot of people are like they, you know, they look at the rabbit holes of the truth community and they see, oh, black magic, Satanism. Ugh, that's that's just for crazy people. You know, that has nothing to do with me. But really, we're all living under black magic. We're like we are. If you agree, like if you think government is real, you are under the spell. If you think that you have no free will then you're under a spell. It is all magic. And that's why, uh, you know, that's why, uh, I, you know, that's why I get along with, uh, you know, the co-rejects so well. It's like, because they get it too. Like, um, it's like, it's not really actual slavery. What it is, is an illusion. And this illusion is very simple to drop. You can just drop it, let it drop away. And then you can recognize what what on earth is happening. You know, what is really going on? And then you can look around and see the truth. And uh, once you're aligned with the truth and you understand the reality of things, that that cop is beating your head because he's programmed to do so. He's a slave. You know, then you can have more compassion for them. You don't have to think of them as enemy. You can think of cop as a fellow brother who's also under the slavery. You know, when I look at my neighbors and my, and the cops and stuff, like I, I, you know, I, I have, I sell a shirt that I, you know, I say this all the time. All cops are bad. You know, that's true. All cops are bad because yeah. they are doing bad things. They are doing bad actions, you know, and if they choose to stop, then that means they're not a cop anymore. They're a human again. And then they're good, right? But if that human is being a cop, then it's a bad person, you know? So oh, sure, there, right? there is potential for all those cops to become human again, you know? So I don't hate them. I just hate the mind control they're under. 
it's like a it's an evil wetiko like mind virus egregor that like takes over and the fear is what locks it in if you uh crowley's a real gross dude but crowley said love is the law love under will uh, he also said you know uh, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law right and that's true that's actually what i'm telling you now your will is what is what you do you you are you get to choose your will you are choosing your will and your actions you are doing what you choose it's your choice to comply with the cops or to not it's your choice to brush your teeth or to not it's your body it's your choice it's your volition and your will is what you your intent for your actions And, you know, if you study uh, Crowley, he talks about your higher will, your higher self, the spirit self, which animates your body, which like that is what holds your true will. You know, your body might have a will to eat tasty food or have sex or whatever because it's pleasurable to the body. But your higher will has uh, has its own plan right and it and that is what is you know that is what that's where you're making your your decisions ultimately and uh materialists uh will think oh well i'm just a body i am just material i don't and they they get stuck in these like these um traps of it's like a trap of consciousness where they think like i am only material i am not spirit i do not have and then then you're more pliable slave right so but if you if you're following your true will then then you are doing your own volition and you are not a slave okay and that's what crowley was telling people he says you have the choice to be a slave or not and he says in um in uh liber oz uh, book 77, I think it's just it's a one page declaration and it says the slaves will serve. It's just if <laughs> you choose to serve. be a slave, then you then that's it. You are choosing slavery and others. You can't make them not choose it. You if the slave wants to be a slave. He's going to go be a slave and you got to let him do that. And it's like. It kind of seems heartless in a way to just let the, you know, uh, like to cut off your care from that person. But it's their choice. They have a will to do so. And you can't cho- you can't change anyone else's will. No. So. Uh, except for with mind control and coercion, you know, uh, but your your true will is yours. And then the second part of his statement is love is the law. Love under will. So by saying love under will, it's not saying love is less than it's saying love is the is the foundation which will is built upon. Right. You your actions, you do what you love. That is really where your true choice comes from. And if you are stuck in fear, then you will not choose your own will. 
If you are in a fear mentality, then you will comply and you will become slave. That is why fear is what they work with. The fear is the opposite of love. It's the absence of love. And and love, not like romantic love, like I'm talking about love for humanity, for yourself. Like um, love is the organizing force, which which makes creativity and growth. Um, Yes. So if you're if you're in line with that and your true will is aligned with that, then you're not going to create pain and slavery and you're not going to. Uh, if everybody was doing their true will and acting in love, there would be no need for a protector to protect you from chaos out there that wants to steal your shit because yeah. there would be nobody stealing. <laughs> everybody yeah. would be in love for humanity. That is really, uh, I mean, Crowley did a lot of gross things and a lot of bad things to bet to people too like to animals to people it's disgusting but though that statement that i just explained to you uh, about love is the law love under will is one of the most true statements that in existence and if you can comprehend that if you can look past all of his debauchery and see the logic that he was bringing to the table uh, you'll recognize it's the truth people do what they love and if they if if you uh resonate on your love and you stay focused on that then you your your will will you will choose the proper steps to grow and become more human uh and if fear and you know learned helplessness and broken uh, psyche will lead you into slavery so um so this i this whole idea of like the dichot i mean that's really the dichotomy that's really the dialectic is love and fear you got freedom and slavery and what the government does you know the people in charge in quotes they they give us this false dialectic where you can have you know a liberal or conservative you know this where it's both slavery (laughs) but they give you the idea that oh one of these is more like the slavery that you want you know everybody it's it's really sick and uh the people have been under this spell since before time uh before i mean really the control with fear to make compliant slaves has been since the beginning of like Babylon, uh, you know, the sending kids through the fires of Moloch that creates fear in the other kids. And then those kids have learned helplessness, like, you know, child sacrifice, like, um, like we were saying before about circumcision, that's child sacrifice too. It, It creates a learned helplessness in the victim where he thinks like, then it, then that victim runs on fear because, Oh my God, that trauma is so horrible. Oh my God. Oh my God. I must protect myself. Yeah. And then, and then that threat of trauma is held over your head for the rest of your life. So you just comply 
And then when you die, you didn't even have your own life. It was gone. Yeah. Your whole life was stolen from you. Sean. Yes. Sean. Do you think, Please. right, um, I mean, it's like, like when civilizations have ended, do you think it could be part of what you're saying, but it's just got so bad, it's caused, like, just everything to be destructive? You what do you mean? Like, uh, do you think... Try, can you say that again? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, like civilizations that have ended. Okay, if civilization that, ends, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Hypothetical. Yeah. Do, okay. Yeah. Do you think that, like, if, if this was to get to a certain point where it's out of everybody's control, that could have been what caused the civilizations to end it? Hmm. So, like, yeah, if civilization ends, then, uh, I guess I don't follow the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, right, right. Like, so just say like uh, the Aztecs. Yes. Like if they, they was, they had this, this anarchy over them and it got to a certain point, is that what they could possibly have caused that civilization to have ended? Oh, well, and specifically the Aztecs, I think that happened because they were conquered by other people. Um, like, I don't know. So if it's civil- old anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. I don't know if civilization does end, you know, uh, because really civilization, if you think about it, is just the interactions between people. Um, you know, yeah. it's just it's one form of organizing those interactions. And when that form of organization falls away, a new form comes and takes its place. Because people, humans like order, we like patterns, and we like predictability. Uh, It gives us calm, you know. Um, I think in order for, I think in order for a civilization to end, there needs to be another one rising up to crush the first one. I don't, I don't think it just ends, you know, like I'm saying, like I'm trying to promote... I'm trying to promote this idea that that uh, you know free will and we are free, and that is that is another that's like a new way of civilization. If everybody gets on board with that, then we can just go with that instead, yeah. and then the other one falls away. But I think that the nature of the way that government is now and the way that people are trained to to comply we're not really taught that there is any other way. Like this is yeah. the only way. And that way it, we can't even imagine a free will being the, the guiding force in our, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. it takes, it takes imagination and it takes, uh, a, a, you know, an expanded elastic mind, which can, which can, understand the nature of true care you know true care for others um because if you if you have free will and you're only caring about yourself then you might end up being a psychopath (laughs) you know that's i mean that's what crowley did right i mean he 
his free will, his will was to kill a cat. And he like killed that cat like 13 different ways is disgusting. Uh, but you know, that, that's, that can be, that's what happens when you have will with no love underneath yeah. it. So if, if he loved nature and, and creation, then he wouldn't destroy the cat like that. You see what I'm saying? So it takes the love to have a firm foundation. Um, that's why, uh, I mean, they do promote a lot of psychopathy and then they do, they aggregate those psychopaths and then they give them jobs in government. <laughs> you know, that's what organized <laughs> Levian Satanism is like, uh, you can learn from Mark Passio. We'll talk about it. He was a Satanist for years um, under the, you know, he was a priest in the, uh, yeah. the church. Is that of Satan. Mark Passio, did you say, mate? Yeah, Mark Passio. Mark Passio. Um, Whatonearthishappening.com. Everybody should check him out. But um, so he was a, he's a former Satanist. And um, he describes about how um, this, this order, it, it uh, aggregates all of the psychopaths and it appoints them in government. He told me that he was being groomed for a position in the Club of Rome. And the Club of Rome is uh, they they're a think tank, which like a roundtable group or whatever, I guess, think tank, which creates the uh, which they they create the myth that there is overpopulation and that we need to kill humans eugenics and such that's what club of rome does they wrote a book their first thing was limits to growth is what they wrote and it was all about we need to have less people and how do you get less people you either sterilize them or you kill them and uh, that's pretty evil yeah, shit yeah. you know it is very evil mate right and it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. But yeah. It, ma it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Like, um, you know, like Uncle Corby and other illnesses, what suddenly appear. Uncle who? Uncle Corby. COVID. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know if you put it on YouTube trying to disguise the words. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That, that latest fucking mind control phenomenon, it's... It's like when when one doesn't work, they swoop in with another one. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the COVID's not working anymore. Oh, we'll have some war. We need war now, right? It, it's like it's a constant, you know. Oh, if government does, or if religion doesn't work anymore, here's some government. Oh, I'll have that instead, you know. And it's the same thing, you know. Like uh, yeah. the idea that that this the Pope is the vicar of Christ, and Christ is God in human form. Just like what the Romans would say about the Caesars, you know, Jesus is a new version of the Caesars. Like, um, it's all the same mind control. Like, if that guy is God, and then he tells those people what to do, and those people tell those people what, to, and they tell me what to do, I better comply, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then that shit falls away, and nobody believes religion anymore. So now, government, it's like an extension of that. You know, it's like, OK, uh, yeah, nobody really likes the pope anymore, but the pope gives the power to the kings and then the kings use their power of violence to enslave the serfs. Right. So now instead of the kings getting their power from the pope, 
Now the king gets his power from all of the rich lords which signed the Magna Carta. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a new form of the same slavery. And, uh, you know, and God used to be able to smite you down with lightning if, you know, it doesn't. But now God can send his knights after you and kill you with a sword. You know, um, it's the same mental function in the victim, in the slave. It's the same learned helplessness, you know. So, like, um, they they just keep giving you new forms of illusion. So this, you know, uh, the communism couldn't destroy the churches, but the coof did, you know. The coof scared people into, oh, I can't see my neighbors. Oh, the government says I can't go to church. Okay. And they shut down the churches. I mean – Communism couldn't do that for a hundred years and Koof did it in like a minute because of the mind control. So that's, they're, they're like, well, it's communism shit doesn't work so good. We got to find a new way of communism, this digital feudalism. Let's do that. You know, let's get this technocracy going and we can enslave them in a, you know, in a, in the virtual reality, <laughs> in a computer, you know, it's even more slavery. It's like, uh, so yeah, yeah. they keep ratcheting it down, tightening the slavery even further, you know, as the as the years go on and people bubble up and get free and break loose and and they find new ways to to turn the screws and get us in compliance. And it's always been fear. It's always been torture and pain, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trauma. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, John, do you yes. think um, like the Jesuits. Yes. Fall into all this. I do. I think the Jesuits are the original cops. You know, they yeah, yeah. they give away their will to Ignatius Loyola. Like, uh, you know, they'll do whatever the order says. They will lie. They will infiltrate the, any any other order out there um, to to induce compliance in those orders. You know, the Jesuits yeah. infiltrated the Masons and, you know, the Jacobins and the, they. Um, Rome has created many different devices like the Jesuits are very powerful one that they've done. But the Rome has uh, over the years. I mean, Rome is still in control right now. Oh, and, that's uh, obvious that way. Right. And. um you know, there are many reasons why, but I still go with it's mind control, you know. Um, but I believe that Jesuits is just an ancient form of the same effective mind control uh, enforcement device that they have nowadays. Yeah. I think but, you know, saying, saying that, I mean, saying about Catholics with mm-hmm. like pre, a lot of the priests are pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, that's common knowledge that. Right. Uh, maybe maybe they're getting mind controlled to do the that kind of thing. You think that that the well, what kind of the rape? You mean? Yeah, the with kids? the kids. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. The, they're known for it. Yes, it is. They are. Um, I think they're known for it because that's part of the system. Yeah. Uh, that is how. Like, if you look at 
Epstein or you look at, you know, Dennis Hastert or whatever from like here in American government, um, those people are rapists, pedophiles, and they're given power by our government. Um, I think that's because a rapist pedophile is very easy to control. <laughs> if a pedophile wants to keep raping children, then he can't let his secret be known because everybody would take their take his access away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mate. So in order to have a total willing slave, what the what the rulers, powers that be do is they say Hey, you pedophile, guess what? I got this evidence that you're a dirty pedophile and I'm going to tell everybody or you can do what I say. <laughs> and of course yeah. they're going to do what you say because they want to keep having access to kids because it's their compulsion. Like, like you, you, you know, you, like we control our sex. We try our best to control our sex urges and, uh, but it's still compulsion that's within. It's like you can't yes. stop it. It's not a it's not a conscious thought. So if they can uh, harness that natural will to uh, to abuse, then they can. Uh, you know, if you they obviously also don't have any qualms about morality because no. they will abuse a baby. So like that. So. Those are the type of people they want for government. Yeah. Abuse them, then they're also killing them. Yeah. And like they, you know, if they can, if they're okay with killing and abusing little babies, if they're okay with drinking blood of babies, uh, then they are the perfect soldier for your evil army. And if you... There's a book out there. I forget the writer's name. Uh, he's a European guy. His, the name of the book is Political Ponerology. P-O-N-E-R. Ponerology. And it's all about, it describes the func the system of blackmail and how it works and why they choose pedophiles. Um, pedophiles are the best liars. They got to live their entire life keeping this secret. That's yeah. also why they choose the occult orders, because they have their vows of secrecy. You know, it's easy to to use one of them in your evil plans because they're not going to tell the, you know, the secrecy is their big thing. That, that's what occultism is. Yeah. If someone yeah. keeps the truth a secret, they are occulting it. Right. That's hiding it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's what, you know, everybody's like, ooh, magic, the occult. Ooh, that's just weird stuff in fairy tales but no it's actually happening it's a reality <laughs> you know <laughs> so like um the i i do believe that um that is that is the structure of government is it is blackmail yeah with uh psychopathic rapists and murderers that's the only way you can get all these psychopaths to go along and agree with one big plan. How is it that all of these evil psychopaths all work together and made 9-11 happen? You know, how does it work that it 
that it went off. It, there were many hitches. I'm not going to say it went off without a hitch. I mean, that shit was a debacle. It was obviously, but whatever. Um, in order to have a big plan like 9-11 come to fruition the way that the top of the pyramid wants it to be, they have to have all the people underneath them compartmentalized and fully complying with anything that they want. Total slave. It's a, it's not a, um, it's, 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 it's a, it's a hierarchical structure of obedience. It's not like power from the top down. It's obedience from the bottom up. Right. Right. So the only way to get a psychopath that doesn't care about anything or anyone to comply with a boss is to get blackmail and that blackmail to threaten that, um, a pedophile or whatever with, you're not going to have access to kids anymore. You better do what I say. Then up, he's in line. He's doing what you want. So that's how this entire power structure of rings within rings and the Rhodes scholars and the, you know, council of foreign relations and Tavistock, these, you know, club of Rome, these are all, they're, they're creating, um, they're creating, narratives that are being implemented and pushed into uh the world through their structure of obedience like with freemasonry like with like uh you know the uh the occult rejects they were talking about like the uh you know you got the, the freemasons and then you got the uh scottish right freemasons and then you've got the Shriners and then you've got the, you know, the Jesters and like these are yeah. smaller circles inside this larger thing, you know, yeah. the, the outside the rim of this uh, pyramid of influence is the, the Blue Lodge Freemasons, you know, the first three levels and they don't know what they're doing. They're just following orders because they're told to, you know, and they don't know why they do whatever they just do. Um and and then as you get further in, it's like worse and worse um, blackmail and worse and worse uh, careless debauchery and evil. Yeah. Yeah. So really, the only way hierarchy, hierarchical structures of obedience can work is with evil. If you're trying to structure a pyramid of obedience with love, it won't work because everybody's individually has their own love. They're doing their own will. That's why I always say that a high structures of hierarchy are evil yeah. straight up. Like that's just how it is. If you have to comply with something else, then that's evil. If you don't get to choose your own free will, that's evil. So, Anyway, so like political ponderology will explain to the listeners uh, the true nature of government and why all the blackmail, why Epstein. Epstein is one of many. That's just how the government works. Uh, read uh, Whitney Webb's new book. I can't wait to read it myself. I've heard many interviews with her about it. Um, she describes the whole system. Les Wexner and the. Uh, Prom, you know, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's dad, Robert Maxwell, these people like 
um, it's uh, intelligence is like, you know, the military intelligence, uh, Israel intelligence and stuff that is like those people are slaves you know look at 007 and shit like that dude has no love he's a total robot he'll kill people you know um that's uh that total slave mind control you know under in cult indoctrinated uh so that that's those are the people that are keeping the uh the slavery in place and they're doing so because of their own will to abuse others they want to continue abusing they want to be the abuser and not the victim it's there's many i mean it's a very deep rabbit hole of psychology to of to understand this type of thing and that's yeah i I mean that's really i mean that's a lot of what my show is about and you know uh, i hope all the listeners dive into that understanding of psychology yeah, if you have not um, listened to Wait the Dead podcast, um, you need to check it out. That's Please do. I'll, uh, I'll add it to the show links, mate. That's show cool. notes, sorry. Um, awesome. But, yeah. Yeah, and, Wake the Dead. Um, I'm trying my best to wake the dead, man. <laughs> Their consciousness and, uh, is dead, bro. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and a big shout out to Cult Rejects, too. Check anything yeah. that they've, especially Jesters and Shriners. Right. Yeah, that's a good series, and um, definitely, mate. Yeah, it's good yeah. to understand like the nature of the orders. Like, you know, you think, oh, the Shriners—they're like this separate thing, and then you look at their symbols and why is their hat red? Why are they wearing this, you know, like uh, Middle Eastern style? Why, why is it, you know, so close to um, uh, that type of religious system? Uh, you know, Muslims and why, you know, if you understand that, then you'll understand more of the history of like what the Knights Templar were doing. And you look more into what the Knights Templar were doing. They were doing ritual magic to speak to non-corporeal entities and to, to get knowledge from them, you know, and this knowledge enslaves the world. Like they, the Knights Templar learned about fractional reserve banking from a non-corporeal entity named Baphomet. <laughs> and now fractional reserve banking and usury enslaves the entire world. I mean, thanks, Baphomet. <laughs> you know, and yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, that's just, you know, that's woo-woo, just imagination, like uh, some crazy story. Baphomet's not real. But really, the enslavement is real. We yeah, are big really enslaved. Out to Baphomet. yeah yeah let's hope you never get incarnated in a body ever let's hope you're doomed to be in you know non-corporeal forever yeah so i mean uh what do you think about what i said so far how how does that hit your brain some mate right you fucking melted my brain at numerous times (laughs) um everything about it is um fucking brilliant mate thanks man um i love everything you, you do <laughs> um, well i love you bro fascinating perspective fascinating <laughs> um i love it that's great do you uh so what if you were if you were to um take this and go be free i mean would you like you told me before that you don't vote 
Yeah, and, don't vote, mate. But do you, I mean, if you were to uh, fully understand this, would you go out and tell your neighbors to not vote? <laughs> I mean, um, is that, do you think that that's something that's possible? Well, to be honest with you, mate, whenever I've spoke to anybody like mm-hmm. over here about voting, I've always been um, like quite outspoken, really. Um, Good. I'm just honest. Right. Um, Mrs. says I've got no filter. That's but, good. Um, you know, I, it is what it is, isn't it? And mm-hmm. they are um, corrupt, but manipulating people. Right. They've been doing it, doing it forever. Right. And you um, can see that. And like you, yeah, you yeah. can tell there's something wrong, you know, if you can't, if you can't see it, like, like you said, the, the way you explained everything, then you're under the spell. They've got you exactly where they want you. Yes. Yes. And, and the way you explained everything, then fucking brilliant. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why, I mean, that's why when people that are down the rabbit hole, they say, oh, they're all black magicians, you know, and they're all like doing ritual magic and shit. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. And you know that is true by looking around and watching your neighbors and they all they all wear a mask and they all get a jab and they all vote and they all yeah, yeah. comply with every whim of government. Um, it's obvious they are under a spell. It is black magic. <laughs> if you can awaken yeah. to that, if you can recognize they're doing black magic on me and they're trying to use fear to induce compliance with their evil will, you can say, no, I don't want to do that. That's and you exactly can have your own free will. That's right. Yeah. That's where freedom happens. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you, like, if, if somebody goes and they, like if we, you know, we voted to have to end slavery in America or whatever, we had this whole thing and they took the, they took the chains off the slaves and they said, all right, now nah, you're free. And, but really how free are they? You know, yeah. they're, they're kept, they're, they're second class citizens. They're looked at as less than they're, um, they're given, uh, you know, the inner cities are terrible. The education system's terrible. Like they're, um, they are still destroyed, but they're under the illusion that they're free, you know, and yes. it's not, yes. it's not just that race of people. It's everybody in America. We're all under the same yoke of slavery. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's like, they, the, the controllers try to push race as like a difference that we can divide and hate each other yeah. and shit. Yeah, but really, exactly how it is, mate. We're all the same race. We're all humans. We're, hu- you know, the human race, <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. We're, we're brothers and sisters and we're family. And these evil psychopaths are are they they are broken and they, too, are under a spell and they want to impose evil onto us. And it's real easy for us to not comply all, like, really, the only thing they can do is threaten you and give you a suggestion. I mean, they might yeah. they control your worldview by giving you TV and radio and they make you think that the world is this way and such. And that that does change your your choices. 
sure, because it frames the, your choice within a certain box, you know, it lets you, that way you can't imagine freedom, you know, but, uh, man, I lost it. <laughs> I was on a roll. So, it, like, they, they manage, okay, yeah, so they give you uh, fear and then a suggestion, and if you can withstand that, and if you can, instead of react with like, oh, I must save myself and react out of fear, if you can hold that reaction and look with with uh, your conscious mind and use logic and understanding before you respond, instead of react, you respond uh, in a way in accordance with your own will, that right there is becoming free. You don't need to go burn down the government. You don't need to go, you know, kill cops or whatever. All you need to do is just not comply. It's real simple. Just say no. <laughs> As, you know, what's their name? The Reagan lady said, like, really, you don't, like, they will give you a suggestion, just like drug dealers do. They say, hey, you want this? It'll make you good. It'll make you feel good and help you in your life. No, I'm fine. I have the power within myself. I don't need others. That's really why they destroy us as babies. They, you know, give us this terrible education and they, they make us think that we are helpless and that we need them. That way we accept the suggestion when it comes around. But if you are if you recognize that you are in control of yourself, you are responsible for yourself. And if you have love for yourself, then you will take care of you and you will do what's right for you and those you love. Yeah. So you don't need to take their suggestion. They might tell you, Oh, Hey, you need to take this jab because you might kill those you love. You might kill your grandma just by sneezing. So you better yeah. do this. And like that again, fear you know and it is just a suggestion but if you even if you didn't know that the jab is evil if you were to hold your reaction and just wait and not take the jab if you could have waited this long you would have seen that holy crap this is poison and they're killing us you know yes, but yes. all you got to do is just not react you don't even all you got to do is just hold it and look you know and see, and then the truth is visible. Like they might, they, the suggestion they give you, oh, the future is going to be like this. And then really the future is not how they say. The future is how it's going to unfold, how it's supposed to unfold you yeah, know, natu yeah. naturally. And then when you can see nature unfolding in its true sense, then their suggestion doesn't make any any relevance to your to your mind. It it doesn't affect you. Um, so if you can hold your reaction, that's the first step. And then the next step is to think consciously. You know, use the trivium method of understanding. Gather all the all the knowledge pieces. Weed out all of the inconsistencies. Use your own logic and understanding to really understand what's going on and then to tell others what the truth is that you've discovered like that's the trivium in a nutshell and uh if people can can maintain control of their reactions yes, yes. then that is the first step to freedom now actually the first step is recognizing that you have control over yourself and you are free 
Like you, your free will is yours. Your body is yours. No one can make you move your arm. Your brain and your will does that. So if they want you to move your arm to pull this trigger to kill somebody else, you can choose not to because it's your finger. You know, that was a choice, mate. Isn't That's right. That's right. Even if the choice, like I was saying earlier, those the slaves that are in the chains, yeah. they think they have no choice, but they do. The choice is they might be murdered. They might be. I mean, the guy's threatening, "I'll kill you if you don't go pick that cotton." Okay, I'm still not picking the cotton. Call his bluff, and then if he kills you, then you're free. You're totally free. And he can't abuse you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a brilliant way of putting it, mate. Right. There is always a choice. There is yeah, always, even always. though, even though the, they give you a really uh, bad choice and you're, you know, like it's, you don't want to get whipped by that whip, but <laughs> you know, and picking cotton isn't that bad. I mean, it's just a little fluffy ball. You pick off a plant, whatever, or get a whip. Oh, but really, if you own yourself, you're going to do your own will. And if somebody else wants to get in the way and tell you to do something else, just say no. And they might freak out and pull a gun on you or something. You got to have your own gun to shoot them down. That's what it is. You got to have the there's two principles that need to be followed in order to have order and love and peace in this world the first one is do no harm don't cause violence like violence the word violence means it's violating others it's why vio is part of the word it's a violation of another person's rights right if you don't do violence if you don't violate other people's rights that is the first principle of do no harm the second principle is take no shit. That is to yeah. protect yourself and those you love with the use of, with force. There's a difference between violence and force. Like I used, like if somebody punches me for no reason, that's violence. But yeah. if I defend myself with a punch, that's force. Right. You see, okay, yeah. because there is no violating of his rights. He gave up his right to uh, not be punched by punching me. Now I get to yeah. respond with a punch, and that is morally acceptable. But if you're yeah. living a moral life, then it's wrong to do violence. And if others are doing violence, then you need to, because you love yourself and you love the others in your family, then you will use force to protect those people and to protect their ability to do their own free will. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Again, mate. I love this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mad, you. Oh yeah. You're very welcome. In, in the best way, in the best way. <laughs> um, I've got some serious thing. I, I get, I get what you mean, but I would like to look more into this. Please. Yeah. Um, Mark Passio is a good source for understanding uh, the 
he focuses a lot on natural law, which is like living a moral life and the consequences of doing harm to others uh, creates a karmic effect. And he gets really deep into that because that's really you need to have an understanding of morality and a care for your neighbors if you're going to have anarchy. Because otherwise, if you're if you're going to be doing your free will, but you don't have the love under it, then you're going to be acting like Crowley and branding people and raping them and destroying them. And, you know, like all the. Um, so that's why, like, he focuses on the, the that and natural law is such an important integral part of his teachings, but uh, also anarchy and the occult and pretty much a lot of the stuff that i talked about today mark also gets into and he's got uh, a very uh a very uh uh descriptive podcast it's, it goes in depth and um there's over 200 episodes of it uh you should check right. out what what on earth is happening is the name of his well, podcast what okay. on earth is happening and then what on earth is happening.com is his website everybody should check it out but there are many uh really? there are many people teaching the same message uh he has a mark started a network called the one great work network which i am a member of uh, i was invited to be part of this and where, yeah we're many many anarchists that understand the nature of of natural law and morality have been invited to um speak their their message and to uh you know he's he's got us there all on on one page i think there's like 60 people now uh and they're people like james corbett larkin rose uh derek bros um etienne labouti uh is they're big names in the freedom and understanding and we're all there participating giving our our content to help the the one great work is to wake people up from their slumber to wake them to an awakened consciousness so that they have uh an engaged thoughts emotions and actions and if they are all engaged and in alignment with each other then they are an awakened consciousness and that's that is what the dark occult the people that do all of the eugenics and the killing they don't have any remorse because they don't see us as awake because yeah. it takes an awakened consciousness to get there so mark is trying to help wake us up that's kind of why the name of my show wake the dead it's i'm on the same message i'm doing the same you know i'm trying to help everybody to recognize the reality yeah you're what, doing a brilliant job sean thanks man thanks uh, i couldn't imagine the um the chaos 60 of you could create <laughs> yeah not chaos though it's actually order that's the thing yeah 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 that's what i mean right. mate. that's what i mean i hear you but, but yeah we, we're doing our we're we're affecting the world as best we can you know yeah yeah and there are people in that positive have been ways right and these people have been doing it in their own way for many years like look at james corbett oh my god like the voluminous amount of truth that he's exposed for everybody and uh mark asked him nicely if he would you know join and be part of this and of course he's like yes of course because that is the real message we want to wake up our neighbors that's what we're all working to do the same great work you know we're all trying to 
wake everybody up from their slavery and to harness their own free will and to become masters of their own life. You know, you need to be your own master because there are no other masters out there. You own your body. You are the master of your body, whether you want to do it or not. You know, if you if you don't want control of your body, someone else will come along and take it for you. Someone will say, oh, well, if you don't want to make choices, I'll tell you what to do. (laughs) You know, that's what government's doing. That's what it. Yes. Yes. Well, my John. Yes. Yeah, again, you just um, fucking blow my mind from start to end. <laughs> I love that, mate. Thank you very much. Well, uh, you're welcome very much. Uh, would you like to let everybody know where they can get old, you please, mate? Sure. Yep. Like I said, you can find me on onegreatworknetwork.com, and I'm in the creator section. You can look up my name, Sean McCann. Uh, I, you can find my podcast, Wake the Dead, uh, you can find that um, on Google, Apple, Spotify, like all the you know major podcast apps. Um, yeah. And you can get the RSS feed from uh, anchor.fm slash wake the dead. You can get the RSS feed and you can put it into your own player. And every time I publish a show, it'll be uh, your player will pick it up and have it there in the list. So that's very uh, really simple syndication. RSS is great. I love that. And you can also find me at Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble. Um, I have a little bit of presence on YouTube, but really all I've put on there is my circumcision material because everything else is just too much for YouTube, and I'm sure it would get erased. But the circumcision stuff, everybody has to hear that. That's most important. <laughs> so I put that. Yeah, in. yes, mate. That's, um, that was yeah. a killer episode. That. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm glad I could bring in, bring the knowledge to your show. Yes, and, uh, mate. It's um, yeah, there is some knowledge as well. You're very unique. <laughs> Thanks, man. And that's what I love about uh, our show. I I I've got you on pod, podcast addict. Um, Good. Sweet. Well, yeah. I use that one too, podcast addict. Yeah, it's um, good, mate. It's good. That's great. So um, the the uh, you can you can find me at uh, Wake the Dead Aussie uh, Row. You can also find I also design T-shirts. I have many anarchist designs. Uh, one that you and I were speaking about just before the show. Uh, it's yeah, a, yeah. the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill, except the all-seeing eye is uh, is the anarchy A. Because in order to have an awakened consciousness, you need to understand anarchy, right? And at the top of this pyramid, there's no rulers, right? This is it's one of the biggest, it's one of my favorite images uh, that I've created. Um, so anyway, there's that and there's, uh, you know, some other anarchist designs. And I also do uh, fine art photography and I put some... Uh, some beautiful pictures on t-shirts as well to promote my podcast, wake the dead. And you can find those at storefrontiercom slash wake the dead. And, uh, I think that's about it. Oh, I did just, um, I just completed a, uh, circumcision presentation with, uh, my wife, Jennifer, we, uh, created a, um, like an hour, it's maybe 70 minutes. And it doesn't, it's not really the horrors of the blood and the pain, 
but we get into the mental effect and how it yeah. affects society in general and how all the men of America had this done to them and then look at how society is and you know also like the the internal trauma of each person uh it creates a more willing slave and it creates more compliance with authority the act of circumcision does and that's why they keep doing it that's why the Jews have done it forever um so but I get pretty deep in that we uh that one is called his body his choice his and body you, his choice that's right and you can find that that was for a uh, my friend put on, my friend James Cordner put on a uh, a um, all-day uh, conference called Shattering the Illusion, and it was just last month, and that was our presentation for that. And um, Mark Devlin was part of that. Mark, uh, Mark Passio was there. Uh, there were many people, and um, I believe you can find the videos from that at... Um, freeyourmindne.com i think they're posted there and if freeyourmindne.com yeah that's james's right. website and um if he doesn't have it there i'm going to tell him to put it up there and make sure it's posted because yeah. um i want to you know i want everybody to hear the whole day it was a really good day it was a great conference yeah. and james yeah, did a we'll great check, job check that's out, mate. definitely great that's great so yeah uh, people check out my wake the dead uh you know check out that his body his choice if you know anybody that is going to have a baby or if you know that if you see these type of psychological effects in the world around you maybe talk about it have a conversation about what what this trauma is all about and then share that video with others you can you can download his body his choice from odyssey you can download anything from Odyssey. They give you that option. YouTube doesn't let you download, but Odyssey does. And I encourage everybody to please download that and share with everybody that um, that may be choosing to mutilate their baby because yeah. we want to save the babies. Yeah, yeah definitely, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Sean, um, fuck that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, you already know. But um, <laughs> I cannot wait till we speak again, mate. I really can't. Wonderful. Um, and let's not leave for so long, please. Um, okay, sure. Yeah, talk <laughs> to me anytime. You know, hit me up or not. No problem. It's always mate. a pleasure for me to be here. Yeah, me too. Um, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> that was brilliant, mate. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's great to see you again, Leo. Yeah, I'm glad you invited me. six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland.